You're listening to the second season of the Junior Hereford Show. You're a Hereford enthusiast, or maybe a fellow junior, and you could be that excited individual ready to take on the future of the beef industry. I'm Ralston Rip, your host. Get ready to learn, lead, and achieve. Welcome back to the Junior Hereford Show. And I hope you've all been having a wonderful spring and um, finishing out the school year strong. And we are very excited to be back on the podcast with kind of a break from our new series, um, Where Are You Now?, with our NJHA alumni members. And taking a break from kind of that normal scheduled programming to interrupt with some fun oldie episodes with our retiring junior board members that will retire their maroon jackets at the 2023 JNHE. And um, makes me sad because I'm one of them, but I'm super excited to have my good pal and sweet friend Lauren McMillan here with us. So we've been having fun um, kind of recapping what our junior board experience has been like, and I'm excited to dive more into Lauren and her experience as a junior board member and um, fun stories and advice now that she has to share. So with that, Lauren, just tell us a little bit about yourself, and um, maybe I'll have a fun intro question. We'd love to know what your spirit animal is and what three things that you'd take with you on an island if you were stranded on the island awesome well thank you so much Ralston as you said I am super excited to be here on the podcast and kind of recap these crazy past three years that I honestly probably don't really remember all of (laughs) (laughs) Um, but a little bit more about myself is that as Ralston said my name is Lauren McMillan and I am a senior currently at the University of Illinois majoring in agriculture leadership with a minor in agribusiness and another minor in media. Um, So since I'm sadly graduating this May, I will be attending graduate school in the fall for a year and a half program at University of Illinois in the College of Media called Strategic Brand Communications, and then hopefully getting a full-time job during that time. So uh, I know you're already in the real world now, Ralston, <laughs> but it seems a little scary, so I'm not quite sure if I want to be there yet, but I guess I'll get over it and it'll be a good time. Um, but back to your questions, though, your fun questions, is, oh, also, let me tell you guys, I'm from Illinois. Yay, Illinois. <laughs> woo <Woo-woo. laughs> um, But my spear animal, I would say, would have to be a cheetah, because one, I love cats, and two, I... Um, I'm known to be someone that's like very fast talking. You might hear from this podcast <laughs> as well as I'm someone that like constantly is doing something. And so with cheetahs, they're like super speedy and known to be the fastest animal. So I'd like to that's see myself as that one. That's a good one. What's your spirit? What's your spirit animal? <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> expecting the tables to be turned so quickly. Um, Maybe a panda. That is the most random one ever, but I love it. Why? I don't know. It's kind of, their pattern's kind of cool. You know, they're red and white, and they just kind of look like a big teddy bear, but yet they're really fierce and strong, so do you just mean, like a best combo. Do you mean like a red panda? You said a panda, no, right? they're black and white. You said red and white. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, red and white. The red... Is that a thing? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> 
I mean, red and white would be good too because it's like Hereford color. I mean, yeah. So Hereford's are really your favorite. Hereford panda. That's what we're looking for. Hereford, yeah. That would be an experience. (laughs) Back to my other question, I guess. Yeah. If you, if we like went and dropped you on an island today, what would be the three things you'd have with you? This is terrifying. I feel like. Yeah, it's. Oh gosh. It is. Okay realistically i would want to have an axe for like you know survival okay then otherwise i would want my cat barley because a good (laughs) companion he might help me fish that is good um and then otherwise i would want a boat to travel back to the island and then back home (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to be there long (laughs) we're set Oh, those are very good, thoughtful answers. I feel like, you know, you got your good companion, an axe for survival, and then a boat for the escape <laughs> route. I need to escape. I can't be there long. I'm not, I'm not good alone. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. Well, super fun. So thank you so much for that. I hope our listeners enjoyed it just as much as I did. But so diving in to really your story as a junior director, and we're going to go back to the very beginning. So the first time or the first moment that you realized you wanted to run to be an individual in the maroon jacket, that you wanted to serve the membership and serve on the National Junior Hereford Board. Can you remember like that moment where you're like, oh, I want to do that? Yeah. And that's something that's crazy to think about because I mean, I'm 21 years old and this is so long ago in my past um but I look back even to my first year national when I was seven years old it was in um, Tulsa Oklahoma so it was super hot and I remember <laughs> loving that junior national because I went to the water park a lot oh that was literally God. why I loved it <laughs> but it got me hooked and here I am today so I guess it worked out but seeing that show in all of those members in the maroon jacket instantly is who I looked up to I loved being able to see the leadership through them and feeling that they cared about me and what I wanted out of the association Mm -hmm. and in the show ring they were always there to help because I definitely needed help that first year Um, and so having someone do that totally changed my aspect of the Hereford industry and me wanting to stay in it mm-hmm. and then obviously as years go on I got to know board members and seeing their life path and how the board had changed them to be better better people um, I knew that that's what I wanted to do for myself personally of course but also as I got older I wanted to be able to improve the breed as association the juniors inside of it the families the animals all of the things um like that and it helped too that my family was involved in it as well with my dad was a junior board member and my grandpa so i had always heard the stories about it but i was glad to actually see it firsthand and now dream come true three years ago (laughs) but (laughs) it's wild to think that that was already been three years ago oh my gosh Um, And it's even cooler to think about, though, that you had that dream when you were seven years old at your first junior nationals, you know, recognizing um, the impact that leaders in our association could really have or just members in the breed as a whole um, is super cool. And I want to dive into that a little bit more. So in that moment, as a younger junior member, what did you think like the role of the junior board was or what did you think they did for the association? Yeah. And honestly, it's funny 
about this because I don't think I realized what a junior board member did till I was on the junior board. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so thinking about it when I was seven, I mean, I can't remember exactly what I thought, but I knew that they were in the ring and they were at the shows mm -hmm. and they seemed to always have a good time. So yeah. I feel like they were always a friendship part of obviously they're like 12 members on the board. Um, but to me, I think as a seven year old, I thought of them as like a superhero. And yeah. so like their job was to make us have fun while the show was like going on and make all mm -hmm. of it perfect. I probably thought at that time they ran the entire show. So, you know, none of those Amy, Bailey, Chloe roles existed. Just the junior board, of course, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's not true at all, I promise you. But my seven-year-old self probably thought that. <laughs> yeah, no, for certain. I think that's like the fun part, like getting to think back now as what you thought then or maybe what younger junior members think mm -hmm. of the board now and um, really reflect on that and all the behind the scenes work that goes into being a junior board member too. But well, I love hearing about where your dream kind of formed. Um, so let's kind of keep moving down like the track of that. And so when did you run for the board and what was kind of like your process for preparation or you know what kept you really striving and working hard to get on the board because you know I remember specifically an odd time in our world that we kind of had to deal with when we were running for the board so True. how did you work through that or just what was your process like when you're running for a board spot yeah that's a great question um I will say I had a little off tracks, you know, not exactly sure when I wanted to run for the board. There was a short time in my life where I wasn't sure I still wanted to run yeah. because I was in high school and I thought I was a little too cool for a moment yeah. to do be on the board. And then I also was like really focused on school and really wanting to like do internships and all those things. So I wasn't sure if the board was oh, going to be sure. something I wanted to do. Um, and then I got into my first year of college and saw my friend Noah obviously ran for the board and, um, how much he loved the board. I was like, well, I think I just need to do it for sure now. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that summer I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. Of course, we're set to go. Yeah. And uh, I had the problem of, of course, brainstorming a perfect slogan for it. <laughs> Important <laughs> things. Yeah. Right? That was my main priority. No, <laughs> just kidding. Um, and so my slogan ended up being hooked on Herefords because mm -hmm. that's how my whole entire life had been. And I knew that a lot of people in our association, whether they grew up like that or just got into the breed and it was their first junior national, hoped that they were going to be hooked on Herefords. And so that was where I went with that idea of slogan. And then going from there to prep for the board, I'm someone that's very much a people person, but I'll be the first to admit, I probably don't know as much about the industry as some of our friends. Mm -hmm. And so I took the initiative to make sure I was prepared for those questions I would get as a junior board member. I always think of us as an advocate for the Hereford yeah. breed. And so if I'm going to be an advocate, I need to know everything possible about the mm -hmm. breed. And so that year while I was preparing to run, I called my, um, at the time, John Mintz, our fieldman, mm -hmm. and got to know everything possible about our region. I talked to the Farm Bureau president of our state and the now national president, which was cool. Yeah. Um, and then I just made all these networks in order for me to understand our breed as well as the beef industry and talked to Hereford advisors that I knew from each state and all those things, basically networking to make yeah. sure I was prepared for what the junior board would consist of. Um, and I even called junior board members, too, to be like, what is this role really? What am I getting myself into yeah. <laughs> by running for the board? And I had great feedback from that and great advice from them. Um, and so that was perfect, getting to know what I wanted to do. And so once I 
did the application, did the interview. I knew it was set and ready to go. And as you said, we had a little setback from COVID. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Not knowing exactly what was going to happen. So I know our year was the first year it was really different. And when we had a shorter amount of time to campaign. Mm -hmm. And so we had our 50 delegates, all the good things. And we got their numbers beforehand because we we knew we had a shorter junior national and weren't sure if we were going to be able to get enough time to talk to all of them. So I took the time and I called 50, all 50 of them. Mm-hmm. They might not have all answered, but I definitely texted <laughs> and called them and at least tried to have the communication. And I remember thinking at the time that was so scary, even if they were younger than me um, and they were my peers. I still thought like talking to that many kids about why I wanted to run for the board. I was terrified thinking about like them judging me, what they'd want from me as a junior board member. But that experience I had while talking to all of them, first, I made great connections and friends I have now. And once I got to Junior National, talked to them some more. Um, And now I use those, what they said and their ideas and their advice from that moment Mm -hmm. of running for the board. I use it now on the board every single day, thinking of how we can improve our association. Um, So long story short, learned a lot while running for the board. And our year that we ran, as you know, we had eight of us running. And we were just talking about this last night. Literally, it could have gone any way our year that we ran. We had so many good candidates that year. Um, And so it became very lucky that I was able to be, and I guess we were able to be (laughs) on the junior board and now serving for them. Um, But the lessons I learned, the people I met, uh, honestly do not compare to anything else I've done in my life except Mm -hmm. for being on this board. Um, I know this interview is about me, but I really kind of want to ask you (laughs) how your experience went when you ran for the board, because I know it has to be a little bit different than how mine was. Yeah, I love hearing about yours. And I think it was like, I am super grateful that we got elected on the board together because I didn't know you before. No, I did not. Not at all. all, You know? And so I had like seen you at Face of the Leadership. And I think what was the coolest that like I observed when we were running for the board is like you put your heart into it. Like you were sincerely like hooked on Hereford. You could tell that you had done your homework and like you were nervous. Oh, 100%. (laughs) We've learned, you know, that that's so normal. And Mm -hmm. because like you're nervous means just you just care a lot more. Yeah. It's good to be nervous about those kind of things. Yeah, exactly. So I could just care tell that you cared a whole lot and I remember like your t-shirts and your stickers and I was <laughs> all like, the things oh my gosh this slogan like hooked on her foot's <laughs> like her heart is all in it and um I just remember running for the board um I didn't know what to expect either because I'd never been a delegate so oh, wow so you were completely <laughs> in <the> blind <laughs> I didn't know what the process completely looked at and people were talking about speeches and like voting and like how nervous they got about it and I was like you know, I like talking to people. Like I don't like I like public speaking. Yes, I get re- like really nervous. Um, but I'm not a great like speech preparer. Like I don't prepare speeches, which sounds odd. Considering <laughs> your speeches are always amazing. I don't know what what you're talking about here. <laughs> okay, I should rephrase that because I do prepare, but I just don't write speeches out fully. That makes sense. Yeah, like I'm the person that competed in extemporaneous for FFA. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed it and I just write bullet points on the note cards but I had never formally given speeches so I didn't know that people could watch you oh yeah yeah <laughs> in the speech room so I was like that person that wasn't completely yeah but, but okay so anyways back on track but um, so running for the board though I just remember um 
you know, we were supposed to be in Louisville that year Mm -hmm. initially before COVID had kind of hit. And I'd never been to Junior Nationals in Louisville. So I was like, oh, like, that's a ways away. Like, it'll be super fun. Uh, But I was also just thinking of, like, the commitment to just run, to just, like, that it would take to run. Yeah. And then when COVID hit and it got moved to Kansas City and then all the different stipulations, like you kind of said, like, I was like, okay, like, it's moved closer to home. Like, I won't have to, like, be gone traveling as much. But I was like, I'm going to give it my all. And I Mm -hmm. remember thinking the same thing, like, the phone numbers, like, cold calling is scary. Oh, it's so scary. (laughs) Even now, I've done it for a couple of years and it's still like, am I doing this right? (laughs) Yeah. I remember getting a couple delegates, like, parents, too. And they Mm -hmm. were so sweet. Like, those connections were even fun because it was, like, their mom or dad's number or even one of them, I think, was, like, their sister's number. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm so honored, like, you're calling, like, here's her right number. And I was like, oh, this is, like, already so so much fun. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it just warmed my heart, honestly. Um, Yeah, I think that was my favorite part, running for the board. And I think I honestly learned what I needed to know in those conversations with delegates, like, over the phone before. Mm -hmm. Um, Because they'd ask hard questions, too. Oh, yeah. Sometimes they'd stump me and I'd be like, I'll call you back in a day while I think about that. And then (laughs) I'll let you know. It's like, let me prepare a little bit. (laughs) I'm going to go find out more and see how I can help. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just remember really putting thought, you know, into the questions that I wanted to ask delegates. And I'm a big believer in, like, servant leadership. So I'm like, I'm going to find out as much as I can from them. Mm-hmm. and really dive into deeper of how I can serve them to my yeah. full capacity. And-, and this board is totally about servant yeah. leadership. Um, leader- servant leadership is my favorite thing, too, to discuss. And so you bringing that up is great. But like yeah. on this, like I said earlier, we're advocates. And as an advocate, you're going to ed- educate, of course, but yes. also serve like oh, the yeah. way that you're going to want to do it. So it's awesome to get the chance to do that. Yeah. Okay. So I think that leads us into a really good next question of what has been some really life lessons that you've learned with your time on the board or you know you can even talk about like some stories specifically that help you have uh that help you remember these lessons that we've learned that's a big question (laughs) it's kind of loaded yeah I love it um and I wrote some notes down too because I wanted to remember all of like these past three years but I mean even those don't like comprehend all the things that we've gone over and all the amazing things we've done um I know this isn't a lesson I guess but something that I didn't realize I I definitely took advantage of I guess looking outside of the board in is all the things that we get to travel to we travel a lot and I'm I love traveling so it was Mm -hmm. perfect for me to get to experience that I think that with the traveling aspect of all of that, I was able to totally obviously understand more about myself and the people I was with and why it's important to be able to like go outside my comfort zone and be all these things. Even at this bold conference this last year, Kelsey brought up an idea or a quote that says uh, there's no comfort in there's no growth in the comfort zone and and no comfort in the growth zone, Mm -hmm. which is such a great saying because you're not going to grow if you're comfortable. I mean, if you're uncomfortable, that's where all the most growth is going to come from. And you're going to be able to totally be a better person for yourself and the people that you're around. And I love using that quote. I'm probably going to use that for the rest of the time. So sorry, Kelsey. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm really excited from what I can now take that into as I go into the future, especially in a career now where I'm scarily entering the real world, real oh, world. Yeah. Um, and I'm totally going to use that as things are scary and you don't know what you're going to do mm-hmm. or what you're getting yourself into, whether it's high school, college, real job, um, going to face the leadership bold. Yeah. Sometimes you don't know what you're getting yourself into. And it's so important for you to take that extra step and maybe talk to someone else you don't know or do another contest you didn't know what to do. Um, and you'll learn so much about yourself and what you're capable of, which is awesome. 
uh, looking back to other things we learned, though, that's more of an advice thing. <laughs> um, but something I learned on the board is, of course, yes, I had a lot of fun with the friendships I made and all the things that we did. I think the four oldies and us and I, I guess, all of us, the oldies, um, <laughs> became really close. Obviously, you spent yeah. a lot of time in the past three years together. But I only really knew Libby a little bit when mm-hmm. we got on. I knew of JW. Mm-hmm. I knew of you. But getting to know us through all these experiences and watching us grow through these past three years have been amazing. And coming up as a newbie and seeing like the oldies like mentor us and then all those people, you know, get mentor Mm -hmm. us to us to be now where we are today. Now in our position, we get to mentor the new newbies and seeing them grow is a great thing too. So where I'm going with that, I guess, is the idea of mentorship is so important. And mm-hmm. I learned that through the board and why it's great to be able to continue mentoring the people around you and making sure that they reach their goals and what they're trying to achieve. Because if no one else behind you is trying to achieve their goals and making success, then are we really improving our industry and what we're doing? Yeah. Um, and one more point, too, I guess I can bring up is training people in leadership is something that I didn't never expected to learn while mm-hmm. on the board. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, we go to shows, we network, we see all these people, we go to leadership conferences, but being the leadership chair last year, I was able to help Chloe and Amy and Bailey start the new bold leadership conference mm-hmm. that we've now had year two this year. It's been a huge success and been great to see that yeah. come together. Um, and I remember putting that together and thinking it was almost like unreal what we were going to have and put together for these kids to learn so much more about themselves and the leadership that they can now develop in themselves. Um, and it was funny as we were doing that, I didn't realize that I was developing my own leadership by helping them like see their training through what I was teaching them. It was just crazy to see the difference in myself afterward. And now as a leadership major, I could see myself going and training people in the real world about leadership. And yes, I would love to see them grow through all of that and experience the effect that it's going to have in our future. And I'm so excited and all those things that now I can apply from the board that I've learned forever and always now into what I'm doing. Yeah. That was a lot of long-winded things. (laughs) Well, uh, three years is like a lot of time or a lot of opportunities to learn a lot. So yeah, you there's probably so many things. things, Yeah. yeah, I just probably left out so many more things, but yeah, it was awesome. And I know that I go to, I know it's an interview about me, but I can't leave out your opinion. What's like your, one of the biggest learnings or takeaways that you've had? Oh, <laughs> it is a loaded question. Um, I think the, yeah, like you said, there's just like so many cool moments that you could name off. And I think there's like a few specific ones of very like intentional conversations that I've had over the last three years that I just like reflect back on. Um, some being like, like what you said, like mentorship has been a huge thing and it truly takes a team and a community and a network to build leaders and mm-hmm. I think like what looks so we're sitting down here at our springboard meeting our last springboard meeting sadly Lord Sad. <laughs> crying and we just had like a great day talking about what we want like our leaderships workshops to look at at state preview shows and at junior nationals and at basis of leadership so I think the, one of this coolest thing too is our association as a whole has a strategic goal to build a pipeline of leaders mm-hmm. and we've got to be a hand in that just by being on the board but even just by being in the association at this time in like a general time sense because people and communication has just become such an impactful and influential thing in our society just with the different events we've like seen going going on and 
um, got off on a soapbox there a little bit. <laughs> no, I totally get that because even like off of what you talked about at Springboard this week, like you just said, is we had a whole discussion about how important the Hereford family is. Yeah. And that's something that even the past year, my family went through a little hard time this last summer and it, Yes, I knew the Hereford family was important, but like mm-hmm. seeing that on my own eyes is so incredibly yeah. humbling and amazing to see the love that everyone in the association has mm-hmm. for you, on no matter what level it is, no matter what state you're from, no matter how old you are or how great your cattle are. Yeah. Like everyone wants to help and assist you and make you a better person in this association. I think that's so awesome. Yeah. I have goosebumps and just <laughs> like take a moment to sit in awe of that because. I think there's sincerely when people say the Hereford family, like we've gotten to feel that and experience that. And like the saying that, you know, you can get a flat tire anywhere in the U.S. and be able to call someone probably within an hour. Like that is so true. Like and you know that you can count on them and um, Mm -hmm. they'd be there in a split second. And I think that's like one of the coolest things I learned is just how how big of community and how loving a community we have that wants us to be better and wants our association and breed to be better. And that, um, I've learned to just ask questions, you know, like just ask like even the awkward, hard questions and someone's going to help you help you learn and help you Mm -hmm. get started. And, um, yeah, like, I think that's just, you know, everyone's here to help and Mm -hmm. they're excited to, and, just taking the initiative in the first step and having the confidence to just take the initiative in the first step is something I've really gained over the last three years. And I'm excited to continue to grow and take yeah. off the board even. And, um, yeah, I'm just, I, yeah, like which I'm just kind of speechless, you know, there's really mm-hmm. no words to describe the Hereford family and what's it like to be a part of our association. It's so true. And honestly, like you said, it, goosebump is a perfect way to put it because I, love this family and everything that I am today is because of the people in it, uh, the things I've learned and the things I've been able to achieve and accomplish um, and learn through this association. I can't thank everyone in the association enough for all I've done for juniors around the world and, and our association to make them better. Yeah. Okay. So with that too, I... Take a breather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take it like, just soak it all in and take a second. Um, what would you tell a junior that maybe has just started to have that dream of running for the junior board or what would you tell someone that's on the fence even about running and wanting to pursue the maroon jacket i would say and this is such a great question because giving advice is something that is free and obviously i'm someone that loves to hear advice so being the one that now is giving the advice is super weird to think about Um, But I think if you are someone that potentially is interested in running for the board or even if it's not the board, even if it's you're wanting to run for a state position or if you're wanting to do something in your high school or college club, um, it's always important just to be yourself. And I know that we hear that so often. Like, mm-hmm. you're like, what does be yourself mean? Sometimes I don't even know who I am some days. <laughs> you just, I'm still learning as I grow up. And even my parents who are in their 40s will also tell you they're still learning who they are. I mean, yeah. everyone's trying to figure that out every single day. Um, but be yourself and be genuine and honest through everything that you're doing. You're going to find such great success through that um, and happiness while you're doing it. Sometimes if you're not yourself, you lose track of what's important and why you're doing things. And while being on this board, I've made sure to keep myself grounded in my values and really what I want to focus on um, 
to improve myself and improve the people I'm around. And so I hope that people continue to do that as they run for the board or run for whatever else they want to improve in. Um, but another thing I would say too with that is make sure you find a mentor. I know that's something, we, again, we also talk about all the time, but that's why I'm here today is that I found mentors in the association and the clubs that I'm in and asked them a thousand questions, probably too many, <laughs> and got great answers and were able to learn so much from them and now get to be successful in those same positions that they were in and learn more from all those experiences I've been a part of. So those are definitely two really big takeaways, I would say. And during all of that, making sure that you're just a good human being, like yeah. making sure you're including everyone and being the best you you can be is always what you can ask for in this life. Yeah, I love that. And I think it's so simple, but it's so true. Like there's so much value and impact and being who you are. And I love that you talked about that in the beginning. Sarah Rader, a Hereford alum or a Hereford Junior alum, she'd actually said, find who you are and stick with it yeah and I like that's such like a simple thing but it is like so true like just what you said like be true to you be true to yourself and um don't be afraid like be confident in who you are too because we're all uniquely made and genuine in who we are and um I think that's just so true and being unique is the best thing you can do yeah stand out exactly yeah stand out set yourself apart okay so we just learned and heard some wonderful advice that you have for juniors who might be thinking or maybe they're just like even that seven-year-old junior that's just getting started and has that dream and um always encourage them to be confident in who they are and to always ask us questions too and i think something else that would be really fun to learn lauren and great for i mean i'd be excited to heard it learn like hear it and I'm sure our listeners would be is what was one of the biggest surprises that you got or that you had being on the board or even a surprise that like you learned about yourself or didn't know about you and your leadership experience or um, just in who you are as a person what was kind of the biggest surprise you had in the last three years that was such a good question (laughs) And it's surprising that you asked me that because now I'm like thinking back at all these great moments that I've had on the board and so many of them were surprising because I've, like I said, I've learned so much about myself and the people that I've been a part of. I think what I would honestly say is the most surprising, surprising thing is how much I'll take away from the board. And that might sound a little weird because obviously we're on this board to help improve the board and help improve ourselves. Um, but I don't think I realized how much you learn about the real world, about people you're working with in a team um, while on this board and working with 12 members that are four new ones each year. Um, I was so surprised to learn how to train leaders and learn how to work with a team and learn how to be professional, but also have a good time while doing that and enjoying the people you're being around. And honestly, like this little junior board family is definitely a really important part mm-hmm. of my life and our kind of my family and so I don't think I realized that that could be so important in my life and then that the future so that was very very surprising in that aspect now I'm going to surprise you and what was your biggest surprise about being on the board you got me like tearing up over here (laughs) (laughs) um you know when I first had the idea to run for the board I was at a face as a leadership and I was like sitting in the room and literally like it was a god moment of like oh my gosh this association is such about 
honoring tradition and where we come from, but embracing innovation and change and being better always. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I want to be a part of this. Like I want to be a part of it beyond just in the show ring. And that's like when my dream started, you know, I was like, okay, like I am really running and we're going to see what happens. Yeah. And, you know, giving like 110% the week of running. And I was just so calm and like if I would have just been a candidate and ran and not gone on the board, like I would have been content with knowing that I gave it my all and just the friends that I made. So like, true. Just the amazing people that I had already met and the doors that had opened because of the phone calls I made, the conversations I had, like the laughs we shared. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being on the board, I think I was just like in awe to be able to be a part of something um, so prestige and impactful to such yeah. a large crowd something that's like bigger than yourself yeah mm-hmm. yeah exactly and every day like it's bigger than yourselves like you have little eyes watching you you have your peers you have your friends you have the people you look up to watching you mm-hmm. and um looking to you for leadership and also looking to like teach you too all the time and help you and I think I just never expected to get gain like such good friends too. That's so true. And it's like, I could literally start crying like right now. Cause it's just like, Oh, I found like three best friends that I'll like forever have. I'm going to cry. <laughs> and so like good. our whole board, like every group that we have served on the board with, like we've got close to and I, we've learned from them yes. and like, they've all been so unique and so like sweet to get a no on a one-on-one level. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Oh, if I have a problem with this, like I know I can call this person or if I need advice on this, I know I can call this person. Mm-hmm. And that goes beyond the board too. And I think it's just cool. Cause we spend so much time together, you know, yeah. traveling or, you know, looking from the outside in, the first thing you learn on the board is like how to make cold calls, how to talk to delegates, how to work a ring, you know, like, I, like <laughs> all the important things. Like, yes. High respect for how a good ring can be worked. True and, that. and like knowing the impactful job of working a ring too, you know, like yeah. that we get to be the people that that junior gets to see the first time they go in the ring. Mm. And it's like, okay, the smile on my face can change their whole day. Oh, it's so true. And honestly, one of my favorite stories yeah. now that we're speaking about yes. all these things is that it was last two junior nationals ago um i was helping this kid in the ring he heifer was definitely not acting up not acting right at all and he was struggling he probably was his first time showing and i was talking to him i was like what's your heifer's name you know mm-hmm. we're having a fun time <laughs> yes. and he his name was like his name was grant and he was so like excited to be out there but a little nervous yeah and so he started asking me questions as he's in the <laughs> ring and i was like i'm just gonna keep talking with him yeah. he's, he's calm he's happy and he got out of the ring and he like hugged his dad crying like he was so happy Mm. to be in the ring and he loved it so much he came back after we showed and he came in he's like my dad knows your dad and i'm so thankful that he helped me in the ring now i want to go do it again and i'm so ready for tomorrow to show and then i saw him the next year and he was in the ring doing a great job like knew what he was doing and he was in contests and all the fun things and so seeing us be able to help them in the ring improve their confidence and then see how that changes their entire mm-hmm. career yeah. is so incredible and unbelievable to be a part yeah. of. Yeah. It's like they either get hooked or they have a bad experience, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's always like, it's like that saying of like a bridge, building a bridge with someone and like that relationship is hard to make, but it's easy to break. Yeah. And so it's like really making sure that they have a good experience and they enjoy it because ultimately we want them to be the next leaders too and 100%. continue to be the leaders and be Herford juniors and Herford leaders and ultimately Herford members for the rest of their life. And so it is it is just cool that we get to be a small part of it for certain. But 
Okay, another fun story because it was between with you and I, Lauren. I have oh, no. to share one of my favorite like first memories as our first years on the newbies is when we are at our junior nationals um back in Kansas City that year after COVID. Mm-hmm. And we are like welcoming trailers and people and it was <laughs> super hot and it was like everyone was coming at once. And Lauren and I went over to like the overflow lot. And at first, it was just like six to ten trailers, and they were all in a straight line, like on the outside. So confident, so proud of ourselves. (laughs) We were so confident. Well, then it's like all of a sudden, like thirty trailers, and we have like three lanes of traffic coming in, and then it's like we're making them circle wider, just like a show ring, so that we can like fit more in. And it was just like so sweet that like. That was the time, you know, after like some things had been canceled or like people weren't like getting to see each other. So anytime we got together, they were excited. Mm-hmm. So like the windows rolled down and all the juniors that were like so excited. Still waving at us. Yes. Still and like to be the there. biggest smiles and like just so much fun. Like the amount of that you guys, our junior association, like shared pizza with us, shared oh like homemade gosh. cookies or a bottle of water. Like it was so sweet because I was excited to see them. I was like, oh, how yeah. can I help you? And then they're like giving it right back. Like it was just... And you cool and I thing. were just like radioing back and forth of like send one my way. I'm free one over here. Like, <laughs> you know, like I got space. Send one up. Like, oh, it was so was like awesome. I was exhausted that then and I had some blisters, but it, it was, was such like day. a fun yeah, it was it was the first day. <laughs> that was a good point. But, but it's it, just such like a sweet small moment of mm-hmm. Just like a time that I'll forever remember. I'm glad you brought that up because that is something I will always remember and yeah. be able to cherish that, yes, you're here to help other people, but like you said, they give it right back and yeah. it feels so good that yeah. everyone wants to do that. Yeah. It goes back to the family, like mm-hmm. just the Herford family and everyone caring about each other. And it's ultimately like we are fierce competitors when it comes to that show ring, but oh, yeah. it's like we're going to be humble in all that we do and support each other no matter what. And It's that's, so rare to find, but so cool to be a part of. Yeah. No, for sure. That's a good way to put it. But awesome. Well, I also would love to know, speaking of like those fun stories we talked about, what was maybe one of your favorite moments or times while on the junior board? Yeah, so my example of one of my favorite memories on the board is a little bit different than the one you just told. Yes, that was a great memory. Loved it. Cherish it forever. But I'm going to take it back to Face of Leadership in Billings this past year. And for those that were there, might know kind of where I'm going with the story. Um, but Billings was, first of all, amazing. We learned so many great leadership things, had great speakers. Um, and it was a great time to be in a state that I've personally never been in. I got mm-hmm. to see that kind of our culture and environment out there. But, of course, when we were out there, we had to go to Yellowstone and go whitewater rafting. It was amazing, first of all. I'm someone who's a very big thrill seeker. I've been skydiving. I want to go again. It's awesome. (laughs) But whitewater rafting, I had been my first ever face of leadership in Colorado, so many, many moons ago, um, was my first time I went whitewater rafting, and I hadn't gone since. And so I was so excited to go with the junior board. And we had got on a raft of a junior board raft, and we were 
behind for i don't remember why like we got behind 20 minutes <laughs> yeah we were 20 minutes behind everyone else and we were like oh, i'll be fine we'll catch up but didn't really expect to catch up however we took the next 20 minutes probably <laughs> paddling our little hearts out as fast as possible <laughs> to catch back up to everyone i definitely had grown muscles twice the size that i had before <laughs> after that because my arms hurt so bad um we caught back up to the group and then um when you catch up to a group there's no like kindness to be like hey like <laughs> hey see that you made it here good job nope they all start splashing you with their paddles and you're all getting soaking wet but laughing the entire time because we're enjoying oh, like the moments that we're having to share together um and i remember you like hop from boat to boat to mm -hmm. like try and steal your little players or your i don't know your pirates we were being pirates yes, at that point pirates. yeah so we were stealing each other we may have knocked off um our advisor boat and they may dislike us for that still today <laughs> but it's okay we still love them <laughs> um but yes that's a huge like teamwork thing if you want to like build an actual mm -hmm. leadership from that but it's another example of yes you do a lot of hard work on the board and you're here to help all these juniors and all these things but cherishing these fun memories i'm going to have forever of the time that i went white rider rafting with my friends in billings and laughed the entire time that my stomach hurt when i was done yeah. um is something that i'll take back forever and ever yeah that was definitely a moment that i don't think any participants that year off faces are ever going to forget and um i definitely get love that i get to share that moment with you too <laughs> or got to share that moment with you and have that awesome memory so as lauren as we are wrapping up i want to ask you a question that i have asked um many individuals that I've gotten to interview and maybe you know it's coming maybe not I don't know but what what or how would you personally define success um no I love this question because success I feel like is almost over not overused in our culture yeah. but like we always want success we always want to yeah. strive for it so that's what we're always working for and I see success as the quote of it's not about the role it's about the goal mm -hmm. and so yes we're on the junior board we have this kind of like pedestal that we seem to get we even though we don't really always want that as a mm -hmm. junior board member um and yes we're here to help make these dreams come true and all of these things obviously we're achieving success this way but as someone that wants to achieve success in my own life, I want to see other people succeed. And that's where I find mm -hmm. like happiness and achievement in my own life. So making their goals um, achievable in their own life, whether they're successful in the association, they're successful in the show ring, they're successful in their hometown, their school, mm -hmm. all these things. I want to be the person that's able to help them grow through their successes and their goals. Um, and then I feel successful that way. So definitely yeah. so many ways you can define success, but I just love seeing that through my own eyes but before i let you go i don't know if you've been asked this question how oh, do you, oh. how do you define the <laughs> oh, success it's so funny because i actually haven't been nobody's asked me it back yet i i love that oh it just makes me excited um so i it's kind of funny i've started getting asked this question since I like graduated high school on like scholarship applications always. Mm -hmm. And then it would like continue to be a question. And then when I like flipped roles, I got to like ask others it. Mm -hmm. And um, I think what's so cool about success is that there's so many different definitions so true. or, and it can be so based on perspective and my true definition of success and it's kind of funny because it's definitely changed like I feel like it changes depending on the season of life that you're in at times but 
is sincerely just, you know, um, I would kind of put it, okay, I'm going to rephrase it like this. So I would kind of put it sometimes if I was asked the question, define what wealth looks like to you. Mm -hmm. It's like define what success. And I'm a very visual person. So it's like at the end of the day, you know, my dream is to have um, a nice house on a hill with a wraparound porch, probably like an old two-story house with a wraparound porch and a porch swing, a beautiful big red barn and Herefords in my front yard. Mm -hmm. And being able to sit on that porch swing with my family and just enjoy the sunsets and the sunrises and the stars at night and just sit back and knowing that I was fulfilling my purpose and what I was put on this earth to to do what the good Lord gave me my hands to do and um, the heart to pursue. And I think that's like, you know, one where that was probably a long way to go about and say just happiness, happiness and purpose is what just truly success comes down to. And, um, I always like to include failure in the definition of success because I think it takes failure to achieve success. Very true. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, always like you have to fail first, fail first or fail fast, fail forward and fail often um, in order to find success. And I feel like sometimes I probably test the waters of how can I fail to like learn something, which is kind of funny. I think we all do that. It's <laughs> yeah. okay. You know, it's like, what can I do to learn from this? But yeah, at the end of the day, it's just like, what makes my, what like sets my soul on fire? What's like the fire in the belly? What gets me out of bed? And, um, you know, pursuing my purpose each and every day is what I'd ultimately see as successful. And, uh, that was probably a long way to get there, but I was just so excited. Someone asked me honestly. And I think of, um, I had to draw a picture one time for it. And I think that's where like the house and the wraparound porch and the barn and the Hereford sunset sunrises like comes from, but ultimately just, you know, pursuing purpose and being happy and, um, knowing that I'm living my purpose each and every day is truly just, you know, success. It puts a smile on my face and I think it takes so long for some people to get, get to that point and yeah. realize that's what they need. And I love that you're to that point and you know that, that, that you just want to be happy. Yeah. Yeah always learning always learning never never know enough but yeah no I love it well Lauren I also want to give you a few minutes to share whatever you'd like with our listeners and leave them with some final words um we're not done yet so I'm not gonna get super sappy but yeah what's some final words that you want to share with our listeners before they get to see us at junior nationals this summer and really retired those maroon jackets. Yeah, and I've kind of told you guys through this podcast a little bit of advice and things I've learned. Um, but something that I want to leave you guys with is, again, continuously be you, of course. But also work hard for what you want. Like, mm-hmm. you always hear that you can do anything you want. And sometimes that's unrealistic. Yes, I cannot go fly fly myself right now. I cannot go do that. But... The idea that we can do anything we want if we put our mind to it is so true. And I want you guys to be able to take that away into your own lives and apply it. Because as long as you work hard and you believe in yourself that you can do it, it's going to be possible. Mm -hmm. I thought for a long time that me being able to wear this red jacket seemed impossible. And when I was handed the red jacket... I was astonished that all my hard work had paid off. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't pay off. Sometimes you learn from those failures, like you said mm-hmm. a little bit ago, and you try again again, try again another time or try something new. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just so important that you guys work for what you want because I know that success will be found in some way for you guys in your future. Um, 
and I can't wait to see what you guys achieve as we continue to go throughout the years. And even though I'm going off the board and sadly done showing this year as well, um, I'll still always be involved oh, yeah. and still be watching you guys. So I can't wait to see what the breed accomplishes. Yeah, no, I love it. And I have loved getting to recap our last three years and your time of forming the dream on being a junior board member to it becoming a reality and then the present time and also what you're going to take from it, you know, after we do hang up those coats and pass them on to the next the next leaders, the next newbies. And Lauren, I am so grateful to know you and so grateful that we got on the board together. And sincerely, I love you with my whole heart and I can't wait to see what you accomplish going forward and to always call you a dear, dear friend and a sincere part of my Hereford family. So I love you too. And all of the same, (laughs) definitely don't want to leave. (laughs) No, well, thank you so much. This has been so fun and I can't wait for you guys to hear from Lauren to catch up with her at Junior Nationals this summer and to also stay tuned for our next Junior Hereford Show episodes and hearing from the rest of the oldies team. So until next time, we'll see you on the Junior Hereford Show. Thank you for joining us for the Junior Hereford Show. Stay tuned for the next episode and be prepared to continue to learn, lead, and achieve.